0: what is happening everyone welcome to ps it's all about sports the podcast the show all about sports because if it's not about sports what's the point today's topic the nfl draft yes round one just finished and we're diving right in we're on spotify and youtube right now let's get to it So guys, we're just going to go through the picks a little bit today. Tell you picks that we like. Tell you where we think teams could have went. I think one of the biggest things that we missed on in this draft, and we're going to be very transparent, was the trade aspect. I thought that there would be a lot more trading, especially at the top. But it didn't happen that way. We still were kind of right on a lot of different players. We got the quarterbacks right where they landed We got the idea that the wide receivers were going to fall a little bit. Uh, That was something that we saw with some of the wide receivers. And the tackles kind of went a little later than uh, we thought. I mean, a lot of people talked about there could have been all four tackles in the top ten. We only saw two in the top ten. And then the other two went right outside the top ten. So... I think this draft flow kind of went the way we wanted minus the trades. Uh, I think if we didn't put as many trades in, we could have nailed a lot of these picks. But it happens. We got caught up in a lot of the rumors. Uh, First three picks, really standard. Burrow to the Bengals, Young to the Redskins, Okuda to the Lions. I mean, you can't really argue any of those picks. Those are just terrific picks for what the team's need and the best players available. Okuda uh, was a player that the Lions were very high on. They need that elite shutdown corner. So even though they didn't trade back, which is something I thought they could do, uh, they got the guy that they needed at number three. Number four, Andrew Thomas. Uh, He was the top tackle on our board. We thought he was the most pro ready. We thought that he was a true left tackle And he could really slide into that position day one and really be good in the run game, the pass game. So I have no complaints with this Giants pick. They could have potentially traded back, but with teams wanting tackles, you never know if you get jumped or not. Tua to the Dolphins, we talked about it. He has the high upside. If his injuries are not a concern, if he got the okay by the doctors, you have to take this guy Within a year or two, he could be an all-pro if he stays healthy. He just is that talented. Chargers, they could have went tackle, we talked about, but Herbert was the right move. I don't think Tyrod Taylor is the answer. I think Herbert, although he's a little bit inconsistent at times, can really develop if they sit him a year. Uh, if If they're really high on Taylor, see how the year goes. Maybe Taylor wins you some games, potentially gets you into the playoffs. I don't know if that could happen with Taylor. I just don't think that he's a quarterback that could be playoff worthy. We've seen his his, uh, time in Buffalo. He was good. He wasn't great. So I think that drafting Herbert was definitely the right move for the Chargers' future. Panthers, Derek Brown, that was a guy that we had pinned there for a couple of months. They need interior presence. He's a very good defensive tackle. He can disrupt things. And he can really get that interior pressure on those quarterbacks like Tom Brady, like Drew Brees. And that's one of the things that those top-notch quarterbacks always struggle with is that interior pressure. So this is a very good pick for a team that's in a very difficult division. Last pick, Arizona Cardinals. They picked up Isaiah Simmons. Now, I didn't think that they were going to go this route just simply because I thought that they would either attack the offensive or defensive tackle uh, positions, but this is a great pick because of how versatile he is. He is the best player on the board here in my opinion. I think that he's going to be a slam dunk for this team and he could really transform that defense. Uh, In a division that you really need a guy who could do a lot with the Russell Wilsons. San Francisco is a very talented team. The LA Rams, they have Jared Goff and a lot of weapons on the outside. This is a guy that could really make an impact uh, day one for this unit. So that's a very good pick for the Arizona Cardinals here. So picks 9 through 16, there really wasn't that much uh, surprises here that I thought uh, they were pretty standard from what I've been looking into for my mocks. C.J. Henderson at 9, I thought this was a very good pick for Jacksonville. I had him slotted at 8 in my last drift uh, to Atlanta, so I think that this is right around where I thought he would go. He's a very talented cornerback. Who could really fill the holes in that secondary from day one. Then you got that offensive tackle and wide receiver run. This is kind of where I thought we'd start seeing these guys go off the board. Wills, he was my second rated tackle. So I thought this was the right spot for him. Cleveland actually made this pick very quick. I thought that they would trade back. But I guess Wills was probably their top guy. And... If he's on that board, you just have to take him. They could slot him on either side, in my opinion. And he's a major boost. He could be pro-ready, in my opinion, from day one. Then the Jets, they took Becton. I didn't think they'd go Becton here. I thought they'd go Worfs, But there was really only a two-pick difference between those guys. Uh, I think that Becton is a huge player. He has a ton ton of upside. Do I think that he'll be talented by day one no I think he's going to take some time to develop but within a year we could see this guy being a very good starter for the New York Jets and I think this was the right move for the Jets to get a tackle here Vegas they went Henry Ruggs I talked about it in my previous mock draft for the receivers I thought Ruggs uh eventually would land with the Raiders He's just a speedy guy, and that offense needs some speed. He's a guy that can really stretch the field. You could get him in space, and he can make plays. And I think that for what John Gruden wants to do with this team, I think that he was the right player for this offense. I do think, though, that Judy and Lamb are going to be a little bit more talented in the NFL. I think that they just are more polished receivers, but I cannot argue with this pick, great pick. Tampa Bay, this is where they moved up one spot, Uh, no complaints here, you want your guy, you got to move up to get him, Tristan Wirfs, great tackle, he does need a little bit of development in my opinion, Uh, but he is super athletic, super talented, and he's really going to help this Tampa Bay offensive line and protect Tom Brady next year. San Francisco they moved back I talked about it a lot they wanted a defensive tackle I know a lot of people kept saying that they would take a receiver here I did not think that would be the case especially if Javon Kinlaw was on the board Uh, I had them taking Kinlaw all the way up into my latest mock where I had them trading back I think he's the right move for them as he could be a very athletic space eater on that defensive front And he can let those edge guys uh, really attack the quarterback on the outside. Denver, I really thought this team would trade up to get Judy. But they didn't have to. He is the most polished route runner in this draft class. And really, of many of the draft classes from the past few years, he's an elite talent. I think that this is going to be a great move for this offense. They have Sutton now. Noah Font could definitely thrive. They have Jerry Judy, Melvin Gordon. If Drew Locke develops, watch out. This Bronco team could really be a very good offensive team next year. So I'm very excited to see what they do. Atlanta. This is where people kind of question this pick. I'm half and half in it. I think that if I was Atlanta, if you really wanted A.J. Terrell... I would have tried to trade back just a little bit. He was my next cornerback on the board. So the fact that they missed their top two guys and they went A.J. Terrell tells you that they were filling a need. And that's okay by me. I mean, he is a very physical cornerback. I could see him having some success in the NFL. But I did not see him being in the top half of this draft. But again, crazy things happen in this NFL draft. And this was one of the the surprises that we saw during the night. Starting off the second half of round one. This was a very interesting pick to me. I felt that the Cowboys could have went either secondary here or maybe defensive edge. Chaseon was still on the board and I really liked that pick to them. But they went with C.D. Lamb. Now, I kind of, at first reaction, was like, wow, why are they doing this? Uh, They already paid uh, Amari Cooper. Michael Gallup is coming on strong. But they use a lot of three wide receiver sets. And although I'm not 100% sold on this pick, I think I'm 50-50. Based on their team needs as a defense versus what they already have on offense. He was the best player available on this board by far in my opinion. Maybe Chason would be right next to him. But this guy, C.D. Lamb, he should not have dropped this far. And I really thought maybe a team like Philadelphia would trade up for him. But this was a really good pick based on value. Based on team need. Like I said, I'm not sold on it, but you can't argue the fact that C.D. Lamb is a terrific player and will be a very good fit in this Dallas Cowboys offense if they utilize a lot of three wide receiver sets next year. Miami at 18 when Austin Jackson off to tackle. Great pick. I've always talked about how I thought Jackson was the fifth guy up. Uh, I thought he was very athletic. I think that he needs to develop a little bit. But being that this Miami team can really utilize next year as a developmental period for their younger players. Within two years, do not be surprised if he is a very good starter on that left side. And they also needed someone to protect Tua. So that really makes sense why they chose him here. Vegas. This is one pick I did not really understand. Damon Arnett the other cornerback out of Ohio State not that I don't like him I had him around probably 11 or 12 on my cornerback rankings I just think that here is just way too early now they don't have a second-round pick so if you're very high on a guy like like Vegas is <clears throat> and you're a team that just wants to get your guy you're gonna have to reach in the situation Just like they did with Farrell last year. Maybe they didn't have anyone to trade back with. But we saw it last year with the Vegas Raiders. They've reached a little bit on some of their picks in my opinion. And it didn't really pan out other than Josh Jacobs. So if this bites them again. I just don't see a way how this is a a good pick in my opinion. I think that they could have went. Many different routes here. And then they could have just waited on a quarterback a little bit later in my opinion. Pick number 20. You got Clavon on to Jacksonville. I love this pick. on a speed edge rusher to pair with uh, Josh Allen from last year. I talked about how the Jaguars were going to rebuild their defense this draft. <clears throat> and they're doing it. If they could get a safety in the second round, this defense could could be one of the young up-and-coming defenses next year. And in two to three years, they could be back to their old form. Philly, they needed a receiver. I did not think they were going to go this route with Jalen Rieger. It's not that I hate the pick. I just like Justin Jefferson a little bit more. Who went next to Minnesota? I think Rieger is a really good, talented player. Don't get me wrong. He's going to have to step up big next year. He has the speed. He has the explosiveness. But can he be uh, a dominant force on the Philadelphia Eagles? Can he go up against physical cornerbacks? Uh, that's going to be one of the biggest questions I have about him. Is Can he really lean on that physical play? Or will he kind of burn out? I, I just... I would have liked to see them take Justin Jefferson here. So, Minnesota, I didn't want them to take a wide receiver, but if you have to take any receiver here, Justin Jefferson is incredible. I think he's going to work very well with Kirk Cousins and Adam Thielen. I think he's the a perfect fit for this team. I think he could have been a true number one anywhere, but being the guy who could be in the slot and make plays and use his speed and length... He's going to be a star in this league, and I think Minnesota really got good value on this guy. Even if it's a little farther down, I think that this is a guy that they couldn't pass up here. Now we got a big trade-up. The Patriots, they traded back. They acquired a second and a third. Good move for them. They always like to get as many thirds as possible to get those second-tier players and develop them into stars. Here, the Chargers traded up. They got Kenneth Murray. I love this pick. The Chargers, they really boosted their secondary in the in the offseason. They have a tremendous front still with Bosa and uh, Ingram Jr. Uh, they really have a talented offense. It just didn't come together the last few years with Phillip Rivers there. They have Herbert now. And now they address the linebacker position. Getting probably one of the most underrated prospect in Kenneth Murray. The guy can do it all. He can really uh, go sideline to sideline. Get into the backfield. He is an, an incredible athlete. I love this pick for the Los Angeles Chargers. 24 Saints. They got Cesar Ruiz. Probably the best interior lineman by far. The Saints needed that. Drew Brees does not like pressure on the interior. And this is a great pick. Uh, I think that he could be a starter from day one. Whether it's at guard, whether it's center. It can really boost this New Orleans Saints offensive line. So finishing up with the last eight picks. San Francisco, they moved back up. Uh, to get Brandon Ayuk, I know there was talk of them moving down again, but this was a great pick, in my opinion. I was kind of against it at first. I had a lot of discussion with some of my uh, friends, and I want to say that I think that they really made a good point. This team doesn't have many holes, but what they do have a hole at is wide receiver. I like Debo Samuel. I think that he could be a really good receiver, but they need another two option and Brandon Iu could give him that if he pans out, this could definitely be a really good pick. Uh, I do think that they need some secondary help, but maybe they could address that a little later in the draft 26. This is the one that's going to shock everyone. I know it for a fact, the Packers move up not to take a receiver, but. To take quarterback Jordan Love. Once Jordan Love was got past a certain point And the Patriots moved out. And New Orleans. They took Cesar Ruiz. I really thought he was going to slide into the second round. But Green Bay landed him. And like I said. I am so high on the kid. He's a great player. But he's going to have to sit behind Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what their plan is moving forward, because you don't take a guy in the first round if you don't think that he can play within a year or two. Uh, I mean, they could go to the, the Mahomes route, they sit him, they see how the year goes, and then maybe they let Rodgers go in a trade next year. They could do that. Two years, they have an opt-out on Rodgers' contract, so in two years they could sit him, then they could start him and he can learn. Or you could take the Aaron Rodgers route where he sits two to three years, really develops, and then becomes the future quarterback. I mean, that's a little less likely. If you're taking him at the spot and you're trading up for him, I feel like you have to start him within two years' time. So, there's going to be a lot of hate for this pick. They do need weapons. There's going to be a lot of people scratching their heads. But, Rodgers... Has been rusty the past few years. If you think he only has a few years left. And Jordan Love. Is that Boomer bust prospect. Who could be that Patrick Mahomes like player. For your franchise. Then take him. That's the only thing I have to say. On this pick. Seattle. They got a very good linebacker. Jordan Brooks. I thought he'd go day two. But he snuck into the first round. Very good player. I think that he could be. A very good linebacker for the Seattle Seahawks team. Maybe it was a little bit of a reach. But a lot of teams from what I saw were high on him. So getting your guy is very important. So I like that pick. Baltimore Ravens. I thought that they would have to trade up at some point. To get Patrick Queen. He fell into their lap. They could not pass up this guy. This guy is an elite talent in my opinion. At the linebacker position. He's going to be a do it all linebacker. And I think that he could be the missing piece if he really develops to lead this team into the Super Bowl. That's how high I am on him. He's a terrific talent. Just like Kenneth Murray, two guys that I felt that were not getting as much love because of all the hype for Isaiah Simmons, which uh, honestly... Simmons deserves it, but these were two guys that I felt that were kept getting pushed back and pushed back. Interesting enough, though, Queen went after Brooks. I was not expecting that looking at this board right now, but great pick for the Baltimore Ravens, and they didn't have to trade up to get him. Uh, Tennessee, this was one of my least favorite picks of the draft. Isaiah Wilson, tackle. Um, I know they needed a tackle. I talked about it a little bit. He could really develop in this scheme. I thought maybe they could go with an edge here. There were a lot of good edge prospects on the board at this point. But they went with Wilson, who's really a developmental project. I don't see him being able to start for at least two to three years. Um, and this is a team that really needs to win now with what they have. They have a really good roster. Uh I just don't like this pick. I thought maybe they could have went Josh Jones. He was a little bit better. Uh, That's all I really uh, have to say. I just don't like it looking at it. I think that they kind of missed on this pick as a Titan organization. Dolphins at 30. Noah Igbenogane. I think I got that right finally. I talked about him a lot. He's a very good playmaker. I don't think that he's ready to start next year. He's only been playing cornerback for two years. I think he may be a little bit of a developmental project. This is my take on it. At first, I really did not understand the pick. I was perplexed by it. You have two cornerbacks that are very highly talented. But in order to shore up this secondary, especially with that third cornerback, you got to get a guy who can really stay on the field if you're using a lot of three cornerback sets. Remember at the when he was at the Patriots, Flores and Bill Belichick they ran three cornerbacks a lot of time. They used like a scattered front type thing, four down linemen sometimes, three down linemen, four linebackers, two linebackers at times, four down linemen. So I think that he's transitioning this team into that three cornerback set. That's the only thing I could think about of why they would take this pick, Uh, maybe they move a guy like Byron Jones to safety. Shout out to Jeff Ehalt. He's a guy who told me that could happen. Uh, But I think they could have went a different route here. Uh, But it, it, it was an interesting pick. Let's just put it that way. Minnesota Vikings, Jeff Gladney, I love this pick. They traded back and they still got him. He's a very good playmaker out of TCU. I think he's a little bit underrated. He's a little physical. He could really run with receivers. I think that he could definitely be a future star for this organization. And I think that they really did a great job, Minnesota. Kansas City, this was a shock to me. Clyde Edward to to round out the first round. Listen, it's all about scheme sometimes. He may not be the best running back on the board to me, but the, I've talked about this. The Chiefs, they run an interesting scheme. They need a very good, quick pass catching back out of the backfield. I think that Swift could have been that guy and given you a little bit more rushing ability, but they went with Edward Tilaire, and you can't really argue... The fact that Andy Reid has done a terrific job recently in the draft process, finding good prospects. Uh, I don't know how he'll pan out. I think maybe he will split time this year with Damian Williams. Maybe get a little less time and we'll have to develop. But we will have to see. Maybe he could be the next Kareem Hunt for this team. I don't know. But I was a little shocked that he went first off the board for running backs as I definitely was a little bit higher on Swift, Taylor, and Dobbins. I even liked Akers a little bit more. But the Chiefs went with their guy and we'll have to see how this pans out. So guys, thank you for joining us again. I hope you like this video slash podcast. Hit subscribe. We're going to be doing a lot of review on these draft picks. We'll be giving you our favorite picks from the draft Monday so tune in thank you guys and stay safe